When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Willicombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Okay, so, say Rob Beckett... Rob Beckett. And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. Okay, and now the girls just naturally need to say it. Go on. Say Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. Say it again, Josh. Widdicombe. Yeah! <laughs> Great thing about the length of that one, Rob, is as it was happening, I thought we're going to have to do less than normal on this show because <laughs> that was... I could see it was still going on because I can watch the I can watch the progress bar. I was like, "Fucking hell, there's still some to go." Um, <laughs> That's that like when is... I used to do Zoom corporates in COVID. You do gigs to companies, and then some, I'd always get a little bit of information about them. And there's one bloke went, "Oh, you got, I didn't, didn't you like poo yourself on the way home from something?" You went, "Yeah," and you just told a five minute anecdote, and I just listened. <laughs> and I went, "I was thinking that I need to send him a split of this." <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's like booking Miriam Margulies. Whenever <laughs> there'll be certain people that come on the last leg, and I think, "Fucking hell, come part two. I don't need to speak again. This is brilliant." Uh, you're you're one of them, Rob. <laughs> I know very much. Professor Bubbles get drafted in when someone's on to talk about their really, you know, deep emotional film on a chat show. Yeah, on yeah, there, exactly. and then they, <laughs> have to try and pick the mood up with a little anecdote about baby powder or something. Talcum powder. Uh, How are you, Josh? <laughs> Oh, do you not want to know? I'll just get. Well, oh, sorry. Just yes, give you the, the, no, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not your fault. Uh, hi. Adore my bi weekly check ins with PH Podcast and all the real life juggle struggle sharing. Is that oh, a phrase? Juggle, juggle struggle. struggle. Wow. Can you juggle, Rob? No, no, I can't actually. And I, I've just always thought I'm, I'm, I'm quite boringly efficient. And I think, when will I need that? <laughs> I've got a lot that to. Uh, there's a lot I don't do. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think there's yeah, other yeah. things I need to get on top of before juggling. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm ruling it out. Yeah. It's not up oh, there on my to-do on, list. On juggling, Rob. So I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing Glastonbury in three weeks. <laughs> He's doing the... juggling. Is that how you get on the the special act? No, but I'm on in the cabaret. The comedians get put in the cabaret tent. So there's all kinds yeah. of um, like other stuff going on. Uh, Shitter like, stuff. Yeah, like there'll be a guy <laughs> spinning plates. Um, anyway, get this. I yeah. just thought I've got to share this because it's perfect content for. So um, I'm sure they'll they'll find out that I'm I'm mentioning it on the podcast. I, yeah. I've been polite to them, but I think yeah, I think it's a bad plan. My friends right. are taking their three month old to Glastonbury. Pricks. 
idiots. Absolute idiot. I went Glastonbury once. I hated it. No offense. Yeah, it was awful. No, it's just too it's big. Not, it's not for just you, Rob. Just loads of people pretending they're having the greatest time of their life. Rob, it, is really? the great, it, yes, it's not, it is the no, greatest no, time no, of your life. It's so you know good. What, do you know why it's so good for you? Because the rest of your life's so shit, Josh. Okay? Oh, so you have these four the man days. who spends 40 weeks a year <laughs> on holiday to avoid living in Zone 5. <laughs> Touche. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> That is a fair point. Yes, I do. There isn't much to do where I live, but that's, I've got a drive though, Josh. I've got a drive. Yeah. Sure, I don't ever leave my drive to go anywhere because there's nowhere good to go, but I've got a drive, okay? Um, no, I just found Glastonbury a bit smug for me, Josh. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's why I love it. But there were people there, though, with babies, with them stupid ear defenders on. But it feels like it's a bit of a, aren't I, it's like an aren't I crazy badge of honour taking your kid to Glastonbury. I, I don't think these people even are doing that. I just think they don't realise how difficult it's going to be. Have they been before? Yeah, they go, they've been before, right? <laughs> they've got a, a cottage off-site. They're going to be taking the baby home every night and then coming back on to site. Can you imagine being in a field of 100,000 people watching Paul McCartney and you've got a baby that needs changing? Yeah, but everyone smells of shit, so it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, this is lovely good stuff. This is really good stuff. It's actually quite good. It's, it's basically the home of three-month-old humans. Now, <laughs> I, I, maybe I, I just had a bad experience in Glastonbury, so maybe I'm skewed, but I got booked to do it. Um, and I, I, I don't know why. I, did. I just did it because I wanted, I was wanted gigs. I, I did it years ask. ago, and I got booked. I thought a midday. It was midnight. I got there oh, at 11 a.m., had to wait for 12 hours, and then I had to drive home. It was awful. I'm on at 1.30 in the afternoon, Friday. I just, I, I just can't be bothered camping. No. I don't know if it's like a, like a working class thing, but I don't think working class people really like camping. Because when you're working class, you sort of do camping because you can't really afford to go away on holiday, and then you're not really doing it properly because you haven't got all the gear. And then I've just spent 20 years sharing a room with my brother. I don't want to sleep in a tent with him. I'll be honest, we camped when I was a kid and I enjoyed it because I was a kid and you enjoy things like that when you're a kid. But my plan is to never camp until I die. So you're not taking kids? You're just going, no, you just and Rose? Go, just going. Babysit. That'll be fun yeah. though. Yeah. Can't For wait. you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to do that. But then that's why we're different, isn't it, Josh? Different strokes. Do you know what, Rob? That's what makes this podcast appeal <laughs> across the board. Some people hate you. Some people hate me. It's perfect. <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be clear about this. We, we are hated by a select number of the country. However, the ratios work. Whoever hates me likes you. And whoever hates you likes me. And uh, as long as we don't, one of us doesn't talk for too long, they won't tap out. Exactly, exactly. That's how this works. Always disappointing when I meet a friend and they say that they like you because it does make me worry about what they think about me. <laughs> I remember once in Edinburgh, we was queuing, there was a, a gig and there was a real rowdy, horrible stag dude going in and I was walking along with you and James Acaster and we, and you was, we was all got, oh God, this is going to be so tough that it's going to be so bad, they're so drunk and rowdy. And you both went, you'll be all right, Rob. And I was like, what's that sad about me? You basically just called them actual scum. <laughs> Oh, stay at them disgusting people. You'll be all right, Rob. Don't worry about it. Oh, sure. Fine. You could handle yourself in the clubs. To be fair, I did smash that gig. The same as when I did the Butlins comedy weekend. Oh, my God. I died so hard at Butlins. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that was me. I I feel like ringing up Stephen Mulward and going, let's go in on this together because they are my people. (laughs) I destroyed that gig. Late night gimp fight. Still say it's the hardest gig they've ever done. (laughs) Going on Butlins after I did it. (laughs) 
Oh my <laughs> word! Their sketches—they're brilliant. Like no, gimp fight, but as a Butlins goer, it doesn't scream Butlins, does it? No. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I don't know how we got onto that. Um, Sorry. Anyway, I was just telling you. I'll update you on these people with the three-month-old baby. I just uh, think it's a bad decision. Yeah. Oh, oh, Rob, it's an awful decision, and I can't <laughs> wait to watch it unfold. <laughs> Well, there's nothing better than being away from your kids, watching people still be with them, but having no guilt. Yeah. Uh, tell you what I'm not doing, Rob. Yeah. Holding. No, Absolutely no not. No also, you way. won't be in a fit state to. I won't be in a fit state to hold, Rob. How long are you going for? Thursday to Sunday morning. Right, and then coming back Sunday morning. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah so Thursday, Friday. I've prioritised my child over Diana Ross, but not over Paul McCartney. Isn't that bad? See, I just, I just think, Josh, if you can get... Children, even. I shouldn't have said child. What an idiot. Oh, that's a bit bad. Was it? Because you forgot you had two. <laughs> oh, dear. I hope you've got cover for two. Cover? Is that how you call it? It's like we're not getting, trying to get off a radio show. <laughs> You got cover. Hi, yeah, Gary Davis in here it. for Tom Allen's <laughs> Tom Allen in here for um, Josh and Rose Whittacombe. We've got uh, two lovely kids. We'll be keeping you updated. Here's Duran Duran. Do you reckon? Do you re- if I said to you, Gary Davis is looking after my children for the next three days, would you be confident? I'd trust him. Oh, thanks, yeah. Lou. Lou's just brought me a uh, hot water with lemon and honey. And thanks, Lou. I am just you are great. Thanks, babe. Thanks. Just a bit. Oh, that was quite a slam of the door. That felt frosty. That felt frosty. I'll be honest with you. I'd have that water quite quite swiftly because I think the temperature will be lower than you think it's going to be, Rob. Would you know Would you know what? It's a bit like, you know, like back in the day, it was a bit old school and sexist where it's like women used to make men tea, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like my mum and dad's generation, older than that. Yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, it's that old classic, like, give us a cup of tea and it's like they just bring yeah, them food yeah, yeah. and drink yeah, and yeah. stuff, which what is wrong and it should be totally 50-50. But I, swear, I, swear, I feel like Lou's gone the complete other way. Whereas if ever I say, can I get a cup of tea? It's like, what? Like, oh, right, no, it's just like I'm in the middle of something and I've made you one earlier. Is it? It's quite a loaded phrase, isn't it? Because of that, because it's got those connotations of the olden days. And my accent, because like, my accent yeah. does feel like it could just be a cup of yeah. tea, babe. Yeah. Babe. Eight sugars. First year, first year. I'm first year. I'm drying up here. Cup of tea, babe. Do you know what I mean? It sounds, <laughs> sounds bad, but I was literally, I've got a sore throat. I'm recording the pod and she was making a cup of tea and I said, can I have one? And yeah. I feel like I've been bad. It's all right, right? I haven't been bad. No, you haven't been bad. You just feel like it's <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's brother in Succession when he's trying to get um, Jerry to tell him off so he can have a wank. You feel like that guy. What do you mean, feel like I am that guy? You've got to do what you've got to do. So I don't remember what I was talking about. I know, so I was saying, if you're going away for three nights, I would just be inclined just to go somewhere you chill out and go Rob. to a spa or relax or go abroad to the seaside. Do you want to know how excited I am, Rob? I've not been since 2016. So what is it you're excited about at Glastonbury? Rob, the last time I went was two days after Brexit. Oh, it's going to hit you hard. Last time I went, I was driven down by a Mr Joe Beckett, the Broccoli Barber. Yes! Yeah, my brother drove you down from yeah. last leg, didn't he? Yeah, but now this is the first Glastonbury in a decade with no last leg on the Friday. I think you're going to find it tough. I think I'm going to find it tough, Rob. I don't think you've got the sea legs for it. I, I do want to know how excited I am every day. I, I, I just, when I get excited about things, Rob, the way I you talk clap your hands, it, or is that nerves? No, no, that's nerves. When I get excited, do I just talk Do you put water behind your ears? <laughs> no, that's nerves You do well. do that? Yeah, I do do that, yeah. <laughs> The bird bath. <laughs> you tap water on your fingers and put it behind your ears yeah, and you're nervous, yeah. don't you? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a pulse while, point. It's a pulse point. Did um, you do that the first time you had sexy rose? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, hold up, Rose. Bit, well, I'm a bit nervous. It feels like, feels like lava at Apollo first time. Water behind your ears. Let's go. Get that hair wet. Clap the palms. 
Winner comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's out. Um, but... <laughs> well, we're still wet behind the ears. <laughs> he's finished. Um, but I'm, when I'm excited about something, Rob, yeah. all I do is I talk about the practicalities of it. Logistics, to people, yeah. The logistics the whole time. So I was just in the kitchen the other day. I said to Rose, so what drinks do you think you're going to drink? on the different days of Glastonbury. But she's like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like when you... F- <laughs> I don't care. What, I don't care about this. You know, like when you fancy someone and you keep bringing them up in conversation. Like, I'll steer yeah, the oh, conversation yes. around to Glastonbury at all times. You fancy Glastonbury. I fancy Glastonbury. So all I do is like... I'll look at the different stage times and then work out what I'm going to go and see. So, so will you be strict with that when you no, get there? No, 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 no. It's no, just no, an no, excitement thing about looking forward to it. Let's be very clear. I'm not that guy. The, va- the way no, to no, do okay. it is pick three or four things you definitely want to see that yeah. are your red lines. Everything else, go with the crowd because it's better to be with your friends at something you're not that fussed about than be stood on your own at something you really care about, I think. Okay. Well, I tell you what. If there's any listeners going to Glastonbury for the first time, uh, I'll email in some questions, and Josh can Josh yeah. can Josh can help because you are, you you are a bit of an expert. And do come and see me at one thirty on Friday. One thirty p.m. on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then you can really go for it. So you're going to be quite sober until then. I asked then, aren't to you? go on first on Friday, Rob. Well, enjoy it, Josh. I'm glad you've got that to look forward to. I didn't intend to talk about it on this. On this so what? Part, you, so. How you been though? Because you was you had quite a stressful. Yes. So week. it's been a very stressful week. Let's talk kids. Let's talk kids and cats. So there's been a lot oh, of no. death chat in the... My, my daughter's just got into death. Uh, she's yeah. into death and the queen at the moment, oh, which no. obviously is a worrying combo at the moment as well, Rob, yes. as you're aware. I think she'll be all right, the queen, but yeah, like, she's 96, so it is inevitable. Like, I know no one wants to talk about it. I don't want to seem disrespectful. No, but, no, 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 but, you know. She's got two arms and two legs and she shits. She's human. Exactly. I forgot you played the Jubilee. How did that go down? She's got two arms, two legs, and she shits. Here is Adam Lambert and Queen. Here's Mabel. (laughs) Anyway, so my daughter's talking about death now. Partly because, understandably, she asked Rose's mum uh, what the signs were on benches. She was on a bench and she was like, what's that? And her mum said, oh, that's someone who's died. This was their favourite bench. And then my daughter was asking us about death. And then she was like, is the Queen going to die? Is, mm. you know, are you going to die? Am I going to oh. die? And you have to say oh. yes, but in a very long time. And then she just looked at but us. But just don't quite, say what, yes, like, yeah. hurriedly. Yeah, if you don't bloody shut up, you are, right? Um, but, <laughs> yes, yes, you are! Move! <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, am I going to die? And you go, yeah, 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 but... Years away, so far oh, away. God. Oh, God. It's so awkward. And she looked at us quite sadly and she said, but I don't have a favourite bench. <laughs> well, now she's under pressure. <laughs> now she's, she thinks, shit, I need to choose a bench. Oh, but God. when I die. I don't like any bench. It's always too hard. No, I haven't got a favourite bench. Of course not. I never sit on a bench. Give me a cushioned garden wear. <laughs> You're going to get your name put on a swing chair in a garden. The egg chair. Egg chair in the garden. Just put it, put it in the middle of a park. Rob Eckett's favourite chair. But death's been in the air because the cat. So Beryl. So last time I spoke to you, had she been taken into the vet by this point? Mm. Yeah. So she was overnighting at the vet. So they, they, oh no, we took her in blood tests, came back. Then they phoned us up. They were like, she needs to come in. Yes. Uh, I took her in quite confident because they've been quite positive on the phone. When I got in there, the vet was not positive. 
Mm. Her kidney reading, whatever it is, is meant to be 100. Yeah. And it was 1,100. So is that good or bad? She got really good kidney or really bad one? That's it. Actually, what I'm saying is she's superhuman. <laughs> her kidney's great. That's not the problem. So her kidney's bad really kidney. bad. She stayed in for a night. Then they phoned me. They did some blood tests and they were like, so she's a goner, basically. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Well, it's, don't worry. We think maybe you could bring her home palliative care for a few months, which is, you know, oh, like... A few months? You don't want a cat dying in your house, do you? No, no, Rob. And so, and we'd see how it goes. Um, and they were like, and we're like, all oh, right, okay, well, it is what it is. Grim. Yeah. They were like, we'll keep her in for another night. Do you want us to do a, you've got insurance, so do you want us to do a scan tomorrow just to see what it is? Yeah. I mean, pointless, but we've got insurance, so we might as well, might as well try and make a bit of our money back. <laughs> yeah, let the vet earn. Yeah, exactly. If someone's going to be happy about this situation, let the, uh, let the vet earn. Do you know what they love? Vets love all this, don't they? They love deep pockets and big hearts. The moment, the moment they hear you've got insurance, it's oh. like a fucking gash point for them, mate. Anyway. <laughs> Even the Churchill dog goes round with a limp. <laughs> I'm not paying out. <laughs> the, the next morning... They phone up after the scan. They're like, actually, we can do something. Fucking hell. I mean, surely do a scan first. Well, it turns out uh, she's got kidney stones in her tubes, so blocking the kidney to the uh, bladder. Yeah. Right? They basically like, we have to operate on her. She'll have to go under the knife. An right? operation on a cat's tubes? An operation. T- tubes. Yeah. Including a blood transfusion, because she's anemic, so they're rushing cat's blood across London. <laughs> right? They have to put in a bypass of the tube, a plastic <laughs> bypass of the tube, right? If I could say one thing now, Rob, mm. get pet insurance. Because <laughs> otherwise we'd have had a very different... A, for an op. So our pet insurance premium is we got up to seven grand, yeah? yeah? And we ended up paying 500 quid because we went <gasps> over our seven. Seven and a half grand, Jesus Christ. mental? Basically... I was speaking to someone, they were like, yeah, we were told by, like, the person that sold us the cat, you'd make, you'd save money if you just put the money aside in a bank account every month and then paid your vet's bills out of that. Mm. And that is probably true. But, right, yeah. you'd end up at some point having to make the decision as to whether you spend that money on the cat. Yes. We'd have had to decide, are we going to go on holiday with this or are we going to try and save the life of our cat? 80% chance of survival. I love my cat. So it's eighty yeah. percent chance of survival once they do the operation for seven and a half grand. Yeah, I, I don't think I could spend seven and a half grand on my cat. But if you've done, but we've got pet insurance. But if you do it pet insurance, it makes it easier, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. There was no decision. It was a very stressful period. So how is Beryl? Well, she she was in there for eight days, Rob. What the operation? <laughs> no wonder it was so expensive. <laughs> it was cheap at half the price. Oh, so she was she had the operation. Was in there for eight days. Eight days, Jeez. right afterwards, recovering on fluids. Oh my God. One point, phoned up, she was on ketamine, having the time of her life. Oh, my God. Ask, ask her to bring some home for Glastonbury. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and a half grand's well spent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's on ketamine? She was on ketamine. <laughs> ketamine? Oh, yes, please. It's um, nice, isn't it? Oh, it's really good. No wonder you can win over those stag dudes at Butlins. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh. It's been a very... Str- I've been surprised at how emotionally affected I've been by a cat. You're really into your cats, aren't you? Like... Well, I'm not that... No, Rose is really into her cats. Right, yeah. I thought I was pretty, like, cool about it. Rob, I almost cried when we went out for dinner on Saturday night because I felt like we shouldn't be doing it while she was in hospital. 
Now that is mental. That is that's yeah, too that, much. That, I know that you're a very caring person, but you, there's nothing. No, no, you not eating I don't is not going to help the cat. I think I was. I think I was. Just, I think I was just, just a bit overwhelmed. I think it was just a bit overwhelmed. I almost yeah. cried in my neighbour's the dumplings. It was a disaster. In my neighbour's the dumplings. What? That's the name of the cafe. The uh, restaurant. Oh right. In my neighbour's the in my neighbour's the dumplings. No, no. Uh, we were in yeah. my neighbour's. It's called my neighbour's the dumplings. My neighbour's the dumplings. That's a weird name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You East London it is a bit crazy. Mad out there. <laughs> um, but your cat's all right now, Ben. Oh, is she home? I had to go and pick her up. They've put her in this kind of very tight T-shirt. <laughs> Let me send it to you. Because she's not... So instead of giving her the thing around the head, they now give them a tight T-shirt so they don't lick their scar. Because oh, yes, that's things. what we had for um, Fred when he had his nuts chopped off. They, they yeah, don't give you the cone she, anymore. They just give you a tight T-shirt. she's a very furry cat. It looks absolutely absurd. I've sent you a picture of it. Oh, no, I've sent oh. it to you and Romesh. <laughs> it looks like, she looks like she's been rolled up for like a burrito. <laughs> I don't know what Romesh is going to make of that. That was a different group. But it looks weird. It looks weird. It looks like our tail's actually leading the body. Yeah. The tail is bigger than the body. Like It's like a diplodocus. Yeah, we'll put it on. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> absurd. <laughs> oh, bless her. She looks like a little fire. Like, she look, do you know what she looks like? She looks like she's wearing a Liverpool kit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ale, she, ale, oh ale. We've got to keep her in a kidney, in a, kidney, in a kidney. Room. I got stones in my tubes. <laughs> Do you have to take that off for her to have a wee? No, no, no. She's got a bit exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit yeah. exposed. Oh, poor old Beryl. Um, oh, blimey, that's stressful. We still don't know if she's going to be all right. Oh no, she oh, has God, to live in a, We've got to keep her in one room for seven days. Why? Because she can't be, like, jumping around because of her scar. Oh, like, okay. Have you got a room where she's got nothing she can get on? It's like, what room have you got in your house where there's no surfaces? Well, and if there are, it's full of knickknacks. Exactly right. But, like, what room would you keep a cat in if you didn't want it to jump on anything? Downstairs toilet. It's too small, Rob. You can't do that to a cat. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of a room that had nothing... But there's still, like, a toilet seat you could jump on. Yeah. It's awful. It's impossible. Oh, no. So how, how, how have the kids been, though, during this? Well, obviously, my son, who's one, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, uh, obviously. Keeps grabbing my it. Daughter, uh, my daughter's not really... Sh- yeah, she's a bit, like, knocked by it. But I think she realises... We don't want to say she's going to be all right, because we don't know she's going to be all right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You don't want to make promises that you then have to go back on. She's all right today. She's all right today. Enjoy her while you can. That's how you do it. How's Beryl? Look, she's here. Yeah, she's here in a very weird outfit. Oh, that's good. At least it's slightly better news than you thought it was going to be. God, it's been a weird old week. Yeah, but there we go. My daughter's ill now. Your daughter's ill? What's wrong with her? Oh, temperature of 39.5. Bloody hell. Fucking hell, that's hot, isn't it? You cook an egg on her head. Yeah, it was mental. It's mental. (laughs) Is she all right now? Uh, She's ill today. She's watching a lot of Waffle the Wonder Dog. Waffle, <laughs> waffle. How's that song going? Waffle, waffle doggy. doggy, so good. Well, yeah, it's a good one. Such a clever dog, such a clever dog you are. Uh, uh, oh, do you have to pay for that? What do we have to pay them for me singing it there? I think I'm so out of tune that we could argue in a court of law that it isn't a cover. Fair enough. Good point. Good point. Well made. How have you been? Well, it's been busy, but good. We had um, I took, we took the kids to um, Port Limp, Port Limp, oh, Limp Lily, it. where it's called. Love it. Um, to the zoo place in Kent. What an animal-based episode this is. Oh, non-stop. I fed a giraffe, mate. Oh, I loved feeding the giraffes. 
I fed a giraffe and I fed a bear. And, um, a bear? A, a bear. They've got bears there now, brown bears. But it, they, you just feed them nuts and apples. Anyway, which is a bit weird. You know, I just wanted to launch a salmon at them. But you feed them nuts and, and, um, and stuff. But you... <laughs> <laughs> There's a big bucket and you just throw it over the fence. I turn around, my daughter's eating one of the apples. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was good. We stayed in the um, the Leopards Creek by the Leopards. It was really pretty. So so you've got like a kind of window onto the Leopards. Yeah, I didn't really see much of the Leopards, but um, but that was good though. We went with like another couple, but they, you have like a bed and then oh, in the mezzanine. Friends? Holiday friends, yeah, holiday friends actually from other holidays. Holiday friends, bloody hell, they're proper friends. Your holiday friends now. Aren't they? Um, yeah, they've got. Well, they're out. We sort of only really see them for holidays. Actually, they are like strictly holiday friends because they live a bit further away. They, we don't just pop round. It's like if we do, we sort of plan stuff. So yeah, holiday friends that have really, really progressed. Um, but it was yeah, it was really good. Um, it was funny actually because they, they they've just been away for a wedding they, and their kids were the bridesmaids and they were the um, only sort of kids there. And one of them, it was a birthday when they were out there and then obviously they got her some presents but all the people at the wedding were all like tw- late 20s early 30s because there was no one else there with kids really so there was all these like people just going oh it's your birthday giving her like 20 euros because like, it was like having a birthday cake and they felt like oh we don't really know because everyone was at this wedding overnight in Malta yeah. so I didn't explain it so it was in Malta for like four or five days at this wedding yeah. and they all got to know everyone like 50 odd 60 odd people and then it was like oh the bridesmaids it's one of their birthdays so they were giving them cash go up I will get yourself some sweets or toy in cash yeah. and then she had like hundreds of euros where it just <sighs> because you've got like 60 people there oh you wouldn't normally have 60 yeah. people near you and you would just throw a 10 or 20 quid at a kid and go oh yeah, enjoy yeah. It, and just build up and then, uh, bless her though, when was it um, Paul Lynch went, oh, what, I, got, I got extra money for my birthday, so I want to get the girls something from the shop. She's really sweet, oh. so it's really kind of her. Of course she bloody is. She's like Richie Rich. <laughs> I know, it's been like Branson. She, well, she's eight, and then her younger sister, who's five, I think, was, um, they were bridesmaids, and it got to, they had to walk down the aisle, and then I think she got a bit shy, and she went, I'm not doing it. She refused oh, to walk down the aisle oh, as a God. bridesmaid. Oh, God. So, and, they, and it literally, the, the bride and the, and is waiting to go. Oh no! And it's holding it up now. She's oh my God. refusing oh God. to walk. My hand is going now, Rob. My hand is going now with stress. I'm not. I'm not yeah. going. No, no, I'm not going. Not going. Anyway, eventually the <laughs> the mum went. If you walk down the aisle, I'll buy you the Barbie Dream House. No. And she walked. She's absolutely played her. She's <laughs> absolutely played her. This is because they're quite expensive, and she's wanted it for ages. And they keep saying, like, maybe a Christmas. This is oh. why, Rob. You can't negotiate with terrorists because once they know, <laughs> exactly, they're done for. <laughs> You're done, yeah. She also got a helicopter home as well for a more. <laughs> I think that is a good um, email in. Tell us what is the worst bit of bribery you've ever done with your child. Oh, can I just give you an update? A holiday update. Oh holiday. yeah, go on. Tom Crane, who we interviewed a few weeks ago, yeah, uh, they wanted to go on holiday abroad. They were about to put the holiday, and then they went to check their baby. They want, had to get a passport. Obviously, you can't oh. get passports for love or money at the moment. Couldn't get an appointment. Had to cancel yep. the holiday. Eventually, oh, got an appointment. <laughs> yeah, get sort the holiday out. Get the birth certificate out. They've misspelled his surname on the birth certificate. They you can't are get a up. passport. I'm not winding you up. So what the hell have they spent cra- uh, built crane? Oh, uh, without an eye. 
because the computers went down when they were doing it. So the guy copied it out and said, I'll type it into a computer later. <gasps> Idiot. And then obviously when the guy's transferred it from handwriting to computer, he's forgotten the eye. So now they have to re-get the birth certificate done. Yeah. Depot. They're going, yeah, they've got to change the name for default, I suppose. They're going to, and then for the rest of your life, they're going to be like, have you ever had your name changed? And you're going to have to fill in so many more forms. I would have just, I would have just said, you're a crane without an eye now. Yeah, get exactly. the passport. Let's get no the People change their surnames all the time. Let's go to Barbados. Imagine that. Dad, why do I spell my name different? Because I'm bad at admin. I'm bad at admin and you have to suffer. Oh, that is brutal. So when are they, are they going on holiday? Yeah, they're going to Centre Parks. Because you don't need a passport. Oh, it'll be a good old oh, bless it. Oh, that is so brutal. But it's not the oh, that, same, that, that's actually it? It's not sad. the same. Yeah. It's not the same. Um, the same price in the summer <laughs> as going abroad. <laughs> um, have you enjoyed the platy jubes, um, Josh? I wanted to ask you about uh, this. Oh, did I tell you I went to a corgi parade? No. <laughs> What's that? So Columbia Road. Of course it is. Of course it is. You crazy guys. Do you want to see a picture of uh, the Corgi Parade? When I used to live in Lewisham, there used to be a few Staffordshire Bull Terrier parades, but that was sort of just by <laughs> chance. It wasn't organised. So I'm not, I, I should say, I'm not really a royalist. Well, I'm not. But, but you're just into corgis. But I, you don't turn the, down the chance to see a corgi dressed as a, in a crown, do you? Oh, they are a cute dog, the corgi. So it was just all different corgis going for a walk. Loads of corgis. I'll show you the video. I mean, the video is not as good as you think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be good, Josh. I don't, I don't yeah, know what expectations. Okay, <laughs> we could put it on the. Uh... Well, it's a minute long. We could do an edit of it. <laughs> okay, it's just a load of corgis walking past. It was. A... <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but and you thought, you know what? I'll document this. Well, on the morning, our friend texted us, and he was like, uh, "I've just seen that there's going to be a corgi parade on Columbia Road." We had nothing to do. I think if you've got kids. With nothing to do, and you don't go to a corgi parade. I think you really need to have a look in the mirror as to who you are. Yeah, yeah, of course. So the, the parade is very narrow, isn't it? It's just on the pavement. It's just on the pavement. Yeah, there's a lot of weird footwear. Corgi owners aren't into fashion, are they? <laughs> no, they're into corgis. They're no. into corgis. <laughs> yeah, it's just a few corgis walking along. It's, it's quite just a cute, corgis. though, isn't it? It was it was a lovely morning. I I, I glad I went. That was what we did. That, that we saw the fly. <laughs> the fly pass goes bang over our house as well because we're in East oh, London. Oh, lovely! Yeah, well, so yeah that I, was fun. I, I quite enjoy it being called the Platy Jubes. I like that. I, yeah, I thought I'd hate that. that. I like that. Yeah. I don't like Charles calling the Queen Mummy. No, that's weird. It really that upsets me. It makes me yeah. really like panic. Yeah, mummy. that is weird. Yeah, that's now with Mummy, Mummy, and it's the posh voice as well. Mummy, yeah, it's horrible, it's isn't it? Well, also, I, I'd say it as well. Mummy. Yeah, that's horrible. It's going through me like... Um, yeah, mummy. And I just, I've realised, I'm not massively into the Jubilee. Like, I don't really watch what's going on. I quite like the nights out. and the. It's, it's, it's a bit like Star Wars for old mums, isn't it, Jubilee? Yeah, yeah. They're into it like I can't imagine. You know, I can't... Like, same way as like 50-year-old blokes love Star Wars. I can't get my head round. It's how people must look at me during a World Cup and go, what, yes. what, what is going on with you? And no judgment. If you're into it, you're no. into it. But I just can't get in there. I can't. No. Same with Star Wars. I just can't get into it. No. I can't work it out. And I think it's people that love uniforms and, and stuff. But I just can't get me head in. It's not for me. I mean, it's very convenient that Prince Andrew got COVID. It is very. It's, do you know what? Interesting. It's just. It's just. <laughs> it's very. It's what? Poor bloke. Luck. Will he ever get a break? 
<laughs> the poor guy. He's already spent 12 million quid paying a woman not to talk. And now this. <laughs> it's been poor a bad guy. Year. It's been a terrible year for him. Just think of him. Do you know what I mean? Just think of that poor guy. Um, and in other news, um, I was told, this is a new one, getting my daughter dressed. She didn't want to wear these leggings because they were too dry. Too dry. Too dry. I've not, I've not had that oh. one before. And I said, do you want me to run them under the tap? She was like, what? I went, well, does mum get you dressed in damp clothes? But what she meant was, I think she meant they were a bit like, a bit like, you know, you know it's a bit new and a bit stiff and a bit itchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but they would yeah. say it was too dry. So um, I, I walked them into another room, did nothing to them. Oh, did you do the old, I've changed it and brought it back? Yeah, did that. Walked in and out. Um, oh, another thing that made me laugh um, on this little trip to... Uh, <laughs> to Portland was uh, that our holiday friends their their daughter does not eat bananas hates bananas but will eat Ella's deliciously banana pouch that is 100% banana oh come on come on <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so funny he went, yeah dad eat bananas borrow a banana won't eat it this she'll eat it I went what's it and he went 100% banana that's incredible <laughs> Oh, this is another good one for the journey. They kept on badgering me about how long the journey would be. It's only about an hour from your house, isn't it? I know, but they've, they're like me, aren't they? They don't sit still. They're not quiet. So this is a great technique, I said. I said, um, every time they ask me a question, I slow down. And I go, oh, sorry, girls, I've got oh, to slow good. down because I'm not concentrating on the road. So oh, every oh, question good. you ask me, it'll take a minute longer because I've got to go slower now. So what's your question? You can ask me as many questions as you want, but just so you know, every time you ask me a question, it will yeah. be an extra minute. So just maybe think if you really need to know the answer. That's great. Ten mile tail back in Kent? Ten mile, ten mile. So, and then I'd go, oh, yeah, um... Uh, go, uh, Daddy, why is that tree green? Um, oh, yep, yeah, um, it's green because the trees are just green. It's going to be 15 minutes now. Daddy, where are my shoes? They're on your feet. 16 minutes now. Daddy, oh. I'm hungry. Not a question, but 17 minutes. So I just did oh, that and it got God. in their head. And then they calmed down. And then I, I absolutely stitched up Lou when they said, Daddy, does it add time if we ask Mummy a question? I went, no, because I'll still be concentrating. So Lou got absolutely oh, hammered. Ah, yes. Yes, Rob. So it's a good technique. I'm going to say it. Driving is the absolute win of the two roles. Of the two roles in the car, driving is the win, I think. Because you can hide behind the driving as as stressful. Because Rose doesn't drive. She'll listen to this. But I'll be honest, she doesn't realise it isn't that stressful. So I can go, <laughs> I've really got to concentrate yeah. on this. Can I have a kick? I've, I've driven all the way here. Can I have a little lie down for 10 minutes? Just because I've driven, actually. I've driven, a, I've driven a car for an hour. <laughs> So, like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you see it, a big bit of metal, about half a ton. I, I was, like, I was operating that machine. I've done a job which you can do while listening to the radio, and also your mind wanders for an hour, and you don't even think about you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's non-stop, so I need a couple of hours just to catch up. For every hour driving, I need two hours upstairs on my own watching TikTok. If that's okay. <laughs> Thanks. Also, what I like is when we go for a long drive and we stop at the garage, I put the petrol in, Lou goes in and pays and buys snacks, and she hands me food and drinks. Oh, and I like yeah. that. That's a nice thing, isn't it? Just, oh, do you mind handing me a sandwich? And she gets it out of the packet for me and hands me a sandwich. A bit more egg and bacon sandwich, please, babe. Thanks. Right, Mummy. that's, that's good. Yeah, that's... <laughs> You're quite, it's got weird now, isn't it? charged this morning, Rob. I am. Well, I was at Nebworth last night. So oh, I'm yeah. all, I went to Nebworth to watch Liam Gallagher. Uh, there were yeah. at so many 50-year-old records. Oh, my God. Just people like reliving the... Yeah, year. what was the kind of demographic? Um, Stone Island, and then sometimes humans were wearing it. Just all I could see was just a sea of Stone Island. <laughs> it was basically Stone Island and some people. 
<laughs> bucket hats. Oh my bucket God. hats as far bucket as the eye can hats. see. I can't believe I'm saying this. People mm. need to move on from the 90s, Rob. <laughs> You'd have no career. <laughs> you wouldn't sell a ticket. No, no bucket hats true. are back in. They're actually back in high fashion. Are they? Did you do that? Um, no, well, no, this is what I was speaking to Lou about this and they were already on their way in and then I wore it at the football and a lot of other people and then people started wearing it at the football. So it's basically sort of laddie culture peaked at the same time as the high fashion uh, bucket hat because I, but um, yeah, no, I don't think I brought it in, but I think I may have nudged it along. Do you know what I mean? Because it went viral as a pisshead. Do you know what though? Wearing a bucket hat, I think they look fun and cool, but I need to be pissed before I wear it. It's not a sober hat. No, and now often, presumably part of the reason you're wearing the bucket hat is because you didn't want to get troubled by people. And now it's your thing. So it draws attention to you. Yeah, it's so uh, yeah, because I wore it because it's the biggest hat you can cover your face with. So like I was going to the football, but actually, if anything, it became my calling card. Exactly, exactly. Oh, no, I've got a calling card. It's basically my catchphrase now. You were pissed at the Euros. Any chicken run of Inter? Any chicken run of Inter tonight? Why don't, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> but it's great. It's just great to meet the fans. <laughs> What's that, mate? Yeah. Why don't you fuck off? <laughs> yeah, you're lovely to meet you, mate. Yeah, it's just great to be around all the guys from the Euros. <laughs> Here he is. KFC at fucking hell. You and them. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man alive. That's fine. It was great, actually. I don't know why I'm saying that. It was great. Yeah, no, no, no. Should we do some um, Instagrams and small business shout outs? Uh, our reasons for getting called into school. We was asking about this, weren't we? Hi, guys. I have a story about the phone call parents get from schools. My friend has identical twin boys, and she got a phone call from the nursery to say one of them had been bitten by one of the other children at preschool. He was okay, but had, they had to inform her. She asked which child had bitten him, and they said, unfortunately, they couldn't tell her that information, but they were dealing with the situation. They never tell... They never They never grasp a bite her. They're not allowed to tell you. They're not allowed yeah. to tell you. My friend said she fully understood, but knowing what her twins could be like, she asked... Where, whether it was his brother who had bitten him. The nursery again said, sorry, we can't tell you. She said, fine. She got off the phone and a mere five seconds later, got another phone call from the nursery to say her other son had been bitten by another child at the nursery. She said, I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> it was exactly as she predicted. She, he had bitten his brother and the preschool said that to follow protocol and that call each of the children's parents. <laughs> Totally failing to acknowledge this was the same person. That is so Vicky good. Vicky from Manchester. <laughs> That's absolutely That is brilliant. a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Boy, t- t- twin boys must be absolutely mental. Um, here we've got another one. On why parents get called into the school. My mum got called in by my brother's teacher because my brother told his class that my dad had stabbed an owl in the kitchen. What? My stabbed brother was an owl? <laughs> <laughs> my brother was only six at the time and he's still convinced that it happened 25 years later oh my god it definitely didn't from at Folkestone girl these are great these my son was about 12 and in high school in about 1996 I got called in by the head of year the boy had printed photos of a scantily cut lady and was selling them for one pound each oh wow the school admired his entrepreneurial skills but couldn't allow it to go on. I was absolutely mortified. 12-year-old porn baron. He had detention. I banned the computer for a month. The longest month of my life. So, poor old oh, Sue. Oh, wow. 1996 as well. That would so have taken ages really to like, print off. Yeah, and he's really nailed, like, the internet early doors. I think one a quid was a quid is quite cheap. Do you think? In 1996? 
Well, for how much printer ink is, having a computer and a printer? And he's had to print that off in the front room in 96. That was as big as a fridge computers, weren't they? Just in the front room. Everyone yeah. looking. Heating, heating up in the corner as he prints out a picture of, you know, whoever, <laughs> Joe, Joe Guest. <laughs> in the background, just printing off his porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just do some coursework, mummy. There <laughs> we go. Right, more tired than Josh. Let's finish with a more tired than Josh. I got. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll do more tired than Josh and finish on on a celeb in weird places. Hi, Rob, Josh, and Michael. The kids are currently aged two, five, and eight, and the youngest is an absolute twat for waking up in the night. I am in a glorious sleeping position at the moment, Rob. Really? Yeah. Do you remember the two weeks when your child starts to walk and they're absolutely fucking knackered? Oh, right, yes, because they're getting rid of that energy. And suddenly you're like, this is incredible, but I remembered this happened last time and then they get used to walking. <laughs> yes. He slept till 8.30 this morning. Oh, just enjoy it. You've earned it. I know. I'm already worried about missing it. <laughs> so that's, that's your problem, isn't it? As soon as you get to Glastonbury, as soon as you get to Glastonbury, you're going to be thinking about it finishing. Oh, don't, Rob. I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, <laughs> so what am I going to look forward to then? It's like Christmas. I used to cry on Christmas night every year because I was sad it was over. Oh, Josh, you're so I couldn't sweet. deal with it. Yeah, that's, it's so hard to be in the moment, isn't it? But it's so what you have to do. I was thinking, like, the moment Paul McCartney plays that last song, and I know what it's going to be because I've obviously looked at all his set lists on tour because I'm all over that kind of boring stuff. So what's his final song? He plays the final three tracks of Abbey Road. What are they? Should I know that? Uh, it's Golden Slumbers, followed by Carry That Way, and then a song called The End. And yeah, see, I don't know. I, I wouldn't like Hold My Hand and all them ones. <laughs> yeah, he does. All, he's, he's already does knocked he those ones out. Yeah, he does. They're so he's quick, though. They're only two minutes, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. He's got to fill two and a half hours, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Help! I need some more songs for this long set, because these are two minutes. You're right, very that. tuneful this morning. Am I? Joe White, it's Liam Gallagher, isn't it? I watched him and thought, oh, yeah, I reckon yeah. I can sing. I'm joking, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good. It was, it was good. Um, so this is someone who's got no sleep and you're gloating about your sleep and going to Glastonbury. Here we go. Sorry. So the um, youngest is a twat for waking up in the night. One night this yeah. week, I basically drove home from work on fumes as I didn't have a chance to stop for diesel um, or the nursery kids club would be shut. So I got my got to my usual petrol station for 6.30am the next day on the way to work so I'd be on time. I went to the first pump, tried to get diesel out and the pump didn't work. Tried another pump and only got a bit out, then stopped again. The pump was making a weird noise as I was spilling diesel all down myself and on the floor. Oh my God. I was oh getting God. increasingly ragey and shouting and swearing, fucking come on! I only had three hours sleep. So I got in the car and drove to the next pump or I did the same, then another, then another. Eventually, I marched in the station and started kicking off proper can I see the manager stuff then it transpired I had 8 to 10 different transactions of diesel to pay for ranging from 89p up to £3.40 <laughs> <laughs> then sent a woman out in a high vis to see what the issue was and she had the same problem as me I thought great finally they're going to listen to me she said I think your tank is full no <laughs> oh God. I argued oh with her. God. And she's no. covered in she's covered in diesel and she's trying to fill up a full tank. I argued, with, I argued with her, then got in the car and turned on the ignition. Full tank. Turns out my husband <laughs> Turns out my husband filled it up without me knowing the night before, and I'd oh. full on imagined the empty fuel light when I got in the car. 
Oh my god. Now that's not living in the moment, isn't it? That is living in your head, mortified, from a very tired Claire in Manchester. And oh, when I got into Claire. work in a children's hospital, oh, this gets work, oh, she's oh, work, gosh. bless her. People kept saying to me, can you smell petrol all day? Because <laughs> she was covered in that, petrol. You surely that's a safety issue, isn't it? I think you've got a cliques, Claire in Manchester. Tiredness is not an excuse to be covered in petrol and then, you know, go to a children's hospital. That's not, that's not allowed, Claire. <laughs> Poor Claire. Oh, my word. Brutal. Right. Celebs in weird places? Inject it into my veins, Rob. On a secondary school trip to Italy, my friends and I spotted Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen during our visit to Pompeii. We found this a lot more exciting than the actual place. At the time, we found it unbelievable that he asked us to leave him alone. But now looking oh, back, it was fair on, enough. Lawrence. I got a picture with him somewhere I took on my disposable camera. To this day, I still think of him whenever I see anything about Pompeii. Kate, <laughs> mum to Brindley, two and a half, and Thea, nine weeks. I do think, I think you do have to, it's a cross you bear. If you're going to be in the public eye, you do have to just have photos. Um, I, I, I don't mind a photo as long as it's quick, but not if I'm like, to be fair, when I was at Fro- I went to Frozen. Did I tell you I went to see Frozen with the girls? I saw it on your uh, on your wife's Instagram. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Bit of a slow start though. I loved it. It's a make Samantha Barks is so good. It's like different. Mm. Everyone else was great. You know, I've been to loads of theatre shows and they can sing well. But Samantha Barks is just a level above. It's like, like, like Letizia at Southampton. Yeah, well, let's hope it doesn't go the same way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's got those views. That's a bad example. It was like <laughs> when Bergkamp arrived at Arsenal, just differently. Right, yeah. She took um, a while to settle in. Yeah, yeah, and she don't fly. doesn't fly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a bit slow because they have to set up the story. But I felt like, who the fuck has gone to see Frozen? And it's their first time I've seen Frozen. Yeah, come on now. Surely, you know, like the amount of times my daughter said, where's Olaf? I was like, fuck knows, but we need him soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that that was really good. Um, but um, anyway, but yeah, oh, someone as I was rushing through with my daughters through like the crowds, I'm, can I get a picture? I was a bit like, you can, but we're trying to get out of a busy building here. But um, I don't mind pictures. Um, but I think it's rude to say no unless what do you tell you're. Your, yeah, my my daughter can't quite understand why people would want a picture with me, Rob. My, well, my young eldest is getting a bit protective now. She sort of wants to hold my hand, and I go, like, I'll have a photo, and then I sort of have to go away from them, and I, it feels like I don't want them in the photo. But I don't want them in the photo. But I don't want them to think I don't want them in the photo. Yeah. But I don't want just strangers having photos of like all my kids, so yeah. it's difficult. But I, I, when I'm on my own, I think it's all you know, all bets are off. But if I'm with my kids in in the moment, it's hard to be in the moment when you're with your kids in the moment, and then you have to have a picture. And it's some, it's more because it's unfair on the kids. And I accept that you have to do it because you're the public eye. But when I'm on my own, you know, all day every day, it's just sometimes when you're like, once it was Christmas Eve, and I was doing the big shot with both kids. I don't know how Lou managed to wangle that. Come I think she because there's, there's that thing in there in your house. You go, you could someone does the shop or someone tidies yeah. the house that's what we end up doing all weekend to be weekend. fair she'd made you a cup of tea Rob so it's one <laughs> off yeah. cup of mulled wine but I had I had a one year old it was when I had one kid I had a one year old in because we feel you tidy the house if I take the one year old if I strap them in the, the the trolley they're quite easy as long as I've got the snacks for them or an iPad or whatever I can yeah. do the Christmas shop it was Christmas Eve I was doing the big shop and someone was like can I have some photo I went yeah can I? and I had a quick photo and it was like oh god so yeah you know J- Jimmy Cart I'm like it's fucking Christmas Eve I ain't got a turkey <laughs> Like, give, I've got a one-year-old. I'm on a limit here. Right? This is not a relaxed chat environment, please. But um, yeah, Lawrence Welling Bowen apparently was a bit, bit harsh on the, a bit salty. Oh, but you know, he might have had a bad week. Bit of fun, right? Small business shout-outs. I've got a good one. Also, we forgot to say who those people were. Rob, Michael's just alerted me to it. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, we got so distracted. Uh, finally, uh, this is. 
my seven-year-old and four-year-old twins. So two sets of twins it was, Rob, Fuck at the start. Thank you, guys. You rock. Katie, a man living in London. Two sets of twins. Two sets of twins. Can I say what? Can I? You know what? I think that is. I think that's horrible. Is <laughs> <laughs> that too harsh? No. As an existence, do you mean? Or yeah. When they're young, I think it'll be lovely when they're all grown up. But uh, at babies, if you had, imagine having a two-year-old twins. And then I don't know ball. how. I don't know how people do twins. I do not know. I know we come back to it a lot. But man alive. Right, here we go. I've got a small business shout-out. We love the show, and it'll be great if you give a new business shout-out to Bertie's Pet Store in Portishead, Bristol. The store is named after our son's Whippet Bertie, selling a wide range of pet accessories, food treats, natural products. Thank you very much, Jenny Perry. That's bertiespetstore.co.uk. Here we go. Hi, I'm the founder and CEO of a national charity, The Together Project, and a mum of two young kids. Oh, you don't mind off your goody two-shoes. No, with this, your is, this, is, oh, okay, this is... I'll be honest with you, I'm Rob. I'm joking. I'm obviously joking. Rose read this and cried. Oh, fuck. What have I done? <laughs> I'll read it out then. I'm sorry, everyone. Crafting Connections pairs children with care home residents to form heartwarming friendships by exchanging pictures and letters in the post, spreading joy across the UK. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Too late, Rob. Too late. Oh, oh, that's lo- now, you know what? That is lovely. Fuck that. Fuck Bertie's shop. <laughs> Fuck you, Bertie, in your stupid <laughs> shop. Selling the port, he said. Fuck, that was a band. It is a band. They're named after the place. Each oh. child is matched with an older person and receives an arts and crafts pack every month. Both the child and older person create pictures and fill out questionnaires and post them back to us to swap, with everyone receiving their new friend's masterpieces in the post, the next pack that follows that month. Uh, they also receive a friendship folder to store everything, creating a lovely record of their friendship as the months go by. All uh-huh. the info and details on how to join can be found at www.craftingconnections.org. .uk. There oh, you go. Nice. So, that is that, nice, so lovely. It? So basically they pair up young kids with the older people in care homes and then they swap art and stuff. Pen friend stuff, yeah. That, that is, is lovely. A lovely charity. A lovely charity and a lovely idea. Here he goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. I can no, feel no, the intonation. No. I'm just saying, at what point did Rose cry? Is she okay? Oh, there's, there's more. To, there's a picture. I tell you what, there's a picture of a five-year-old and an 89-year-old woman holding their pictures. Fair enough. Okay. That, I, I just said he needed something else to hit off yep. and it, that would be the photo I imagine and fair but enough but there's not even an 89 year old woman Rob there's just a picture of a bench with a name on it <laughs> with the picture on it oh, okay no that's too hard to <laughs> we are horrible fucking people we are horrible people we are comedians anyway. are horrible we all go oh it's just because I'm a comedian I say we just got no we've got no empathy I'm not no. some sort of robot <laughs> Jesus Christ the amount of piss anyway. taken I've taken out of your cat that's on its last legs, yeah, but exactly. hopefully it'll be right. Too right, Rob. Poor old Beryl. Do you know what? I'm worried about Beryl because she's, she's currently corresponding with a kitten as well, so that's a bad sign. <laughs> Tiny little pictures, little paw print. Oh. oh, God, I'm going to cry now, Rob. Oh, it's no. going to be like, my neighbours the dumplings all over again. Oh, no, my neighbours are dumplings. In my neighbours the dumplings, I was like, I'm going to order two beers because I can't emotionally deal with this. Do <laughs> uh, down one and drink one normally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is, that is a real sign I'm in a bad place when I do that. Yeah. Anyway, I'll see you on Friday, Josh. See you on Friday. Bye. 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 